We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Talking Buffalo, featuring conversations with guests from around the world of sports, media, pop culture, and all things Buffalo, with your host, Patrick Moran. All right, what is going on, everybody? How you doing? Welcome to another episode of Talking Buffalo, your weekday daily driver for Buffalo Sports Talk and more. I'm your host, Patrick Moran. Thank you locking in whether you're watching this on the video side which if you are maybe you're doing that live because we are doing this live on a monday night for most of you though this will be in your audio feeds on tuesday morning hopefully you find it i appreciate you all i'm joined for my weekly visit i don't like to say a specific date anymore because we kind of do these all different times but uh my man tone pucks dude what's going on what's up man i want to start right there i want to start with you know the flexibility of you know of our get-togethers. I, sure. I'm en- I'm enjoying the uh, the post-game stuff. You know, I think you're one of the few dudes who you know can really be counted on. Um, Jason's rather dashing, man. Look at Jason. I'm Jason. Jason, <laughs> looking good, man. Happy New Year. Um, yeah, I like your. I I, I like our time slot right after the game there aren't a whole lot of people doing that and certainly not with you know some of the uh uh embellished reactions that you and i have but i I gotta tell you you know when not when it's not the game or whatever or just as as we look at the week ahead you know i wouldn't mind a, a 2024 that sees us plot you know, the ideal day for our, for our get together. Cause I love tonight, man. I love tonight. If we, if we tonight were me and Monday night for people, yeah, tonight be Monday night. And it, you know, I'm not a big promoter of the show by any stretch of the imagination. I've got seven, like, you know, non-bot followers and whatnot, but <laughs> it, it, you know, if we would have put a little something into tonight, I, I think it's the perfect night to catch us on the video side. And I like it for the morning too, man, because, you know, we're diving in. Well, first of all, we can't get trumped by news that happens before, uh, you know, b- before you post the show or something like right. that, or right around the time you, you post the show or people would listen to it. So that's big, you know, Tuesday likely to be a, uh, a quiet day at, at one bills drive. So, um, I like this slot right here. I'd like to be able to look at 
the week ahead and pick slots where where we work best. That's sure. what I want. That's what I want out of you for 20 <laughs> for 2024. Let me let me tell you something. You're lucky that I'm even alive and awake right now. On a Monday oh, night. Oh, really? This. Yeah, man. Why was, is that, Pat? I don't know, but you know, doing this show is making me sound like a much bigger drinker than I really am. Uh, because it seems it like is. every time I get together with you, it's not it making is, you seem that, it's making you realize <laughs> you are that. Not, uh, I mean, to be fair, so yesterday was New Year's Eve, and the Bills obviously played, and we're going to talk plenty of Bills. For everybody out there who, who's watching and listening, you know, we're going to get to that. In just but no fucking sabers whatsoever because uh, I hate them. <laughs> I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. I told you this earlier. We talked for a few minutes anyway before we went live here. I forgot the sabers even played on Sunday. But anyway, so the Bills played. I did a quick instant reaction post game solo and got that wrapped up. And then a bunch of people came over the house. My wife and I hosted a new year's eve gathering no invite for tone pucks by the way yeah Just, no no invite, no for, invite tone for tone pucks sorry buddy <laughs> but um so yeah we had like 20 people in the house at least and um i don't know what the hell i'm even talking about here i just i because you much. tied I one on and you're fucking dying one, right I tied now one on. i still you're, you're for all the maturity struggling for all the you know the maturity that I, I like to think that i've had and come getting older and being smarter and wiser um I don't drink often, but I just don't have that stop button when it comes to doing shots, quite frankly. I could sit there and drink pints of beer or cans of beer all day and night, and I'm perfectly fine, man. Perfectly fine. I could do it, and I could even mix in a shooter or two. I just don't know how to turn it off. I get to a point, and it's like, what is this? The lights are on, and nobody's home. That That's like my brain after about three or four shots. If I get past that point, there's no stopping me. That yeah, doesn't that, that doesn't sound problematic at all. Bro, <laughs> let me tell you something. I lived in that fucking reality for like <laughs> 20 plus years. All right. I mean, granted, you know, my my uh yeah, I'm not making fun or light of it. My desire, nah, I know. I don't care if you did. You know, my desire to reach that next level probably far supersedes, you know, yours and you know, for as good of a uh, 99 percentile of drivers that I think I am, I mean, I also probably found myself in the 99 percentile of people who had no idea all right, when to hit that stop button sure. when tying one on. Um, but I think it's funny because, you know, when I when I as far as your know, friends are uh, friends of the show are concerned, I would imagine that that when I announced that I had made my return to, you know, the, to the world of, of moderate drinking, you know, my, my guess would be that the following, you know, 10 years of, uh, uh, of, of accumulated sober wisdom, let's not, let's not forget those 10 years. That's what I'm calling it. 10 years of accumulated sober wisdom. Sure. But I think most people would think that uh, after foregoing, those 10 years, which obviously were, were, uh, were prompted by some, you know, some, some, some need to, I think people probably thought that the, you know, the, the one out of the two of us who would most quickly be, uh, you know, in line for, for an intervention would be me. <laughs> Sure, it's, it's not funny, it but is, it's the, the it presentation. Is the, ta the, tables, the, presentation. the tables have turned, my friend. <laughs> All right, and I'm and I'm feeling like maybe 
just maybe, you know, you could use a chat <laughs> from some from some from some loved ones. You know, and we'll also throw in people who aren't afraid to tell you like it is. All right, Mike B's coming. Mike B's coming. He's gonna call you a fucking idiot and all those things. He, I got. We're gonna talk right. about him specifically. He's basically in a gonna be a like every minutes. single Sopranos character in Christopher's intervention. That's how, <laughs> that that's was, how Mike's gonna. That, that was roll. one of my favorite TV scenes of that entire oh series, man. God, it was just beautiful. absolutely uh, amazing. I want to throw out a couple comments here, live Ranger Corpse. By the way, shout out to Ranger. Ranger is one of the owners of uh, the cereal spot. I know what happened to I've never been there yet. I got to get there, man. We're I, I, I told him, yeah, There's we're going to no hit it. I, I talked to him before. He He's a regular at Imperial. That's why his, his comment is you don't drink often, question mark. Not as much as you, buddy. But um, anyway, I want to get up there, and uh, and we're going to do a show with him. And then uh, Jason says, I hope you got to enjoy your son's 21st. I know you were sick and trying to recover. Yeah, I was I was fine, and it was fun. We went to Vinny's in West Seneca, had a couple uh Happy 21st beers. But that's the thing, you know, bringing up, bringing up your son. That's the thing that actually, I mean, I'm being sarcastic when it comes to, you know, the need for an intervention. But what you're really dealing with now is you went through a period of time, okay, where, you know, you, you, you still had the day-to-day -day parental duties. And, you know, not that you were really going out of your way you know, to, you know, to be responsible, but you were tied up with them. You know what I mean? You were sure. tied up with them. Yeah. I mean, Shane ain't really requiring that sort of, uh, you know, that sort of attention anymore. Right. All right. Which, which gives you free time to, re, you know, reindulge in, uh, in, in, in some, in some past transgressions. And what's happening right now is you're realizing that you're just too fucking old for that shit, bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I am. You know, what yeah. I mean, like you go, you're you're trying to get back. You're trying to get back in the game at like what? Your mid fifties, mid early mid -50s? man. Really relax there. <laughs> early, early man. And it just, it, you know, I mean, it, yeah, it's it's so like, like me trying to raise kids in my early fifties. I'm exhausted, man. Saturday, I, I ain't got. I ain't got. Saturdays is my Saturdays. Well, this this was actually Sunday, but it was a holiday. But Saturdays is my let loose kind of day, man. I work all week long. I have a part time job three nights a week. Do the show five days a week. Saturdays like my one day where I really I like to unwind and kind of get after. But again, it's not the, the drinking. It's just drinking too goddamn. Uh, too damn much. Anyway, I'm looking at some of these comments that are rolling in there. My buddy Anthony, who was at the party last night, by the way, and it's kind of his fault. He's back in Texas. He lives in Texas, but he's kind of the one that got me going a little bit overboard on the shots. I'm going to throw at least 6% of the blame um, his way. And by the way, a friend of mine, Shannon, who was also at my party last night, just checking in to see if there's any mustache yet. Some context on that real quick. I think I might have told you about this. I know I've mentioned it once or twice on the show, but I had a weight loss bet last month with my son. And I had until his birthday, I had to lose 10 pounds. And had I lost 10 pounds, his debt was going to be, he had to do the uh, level five spray tan. He would have looked orange as shit. Mine was if I lost, I can't shave for at least five straight weeks, which I lost the bet. And today's day one because it started on New Year's. So, I no saw, facial hair yeah, but uh, you're, it's gonna it's not gonna be pretty either man it's oh it's be. not gonna be pretty at all <laughs> no, I, I mean did. i think it's questionable as to whether or not you uh you follow through with it you know i'm going the, to you know it's because it's him if it was my wife or it was one of my friends i would welch on the bet 10 out of 10 times 
But five weeks, no shave, huh? Five weeks, no shave. Bro, well, I mean, are- I, you know, I get like, you know, yeah. edge, you know, little areas certain up, but I can't, you know, my mustache, my patchy beard, which is going to look hideous. Probably yeah, you're going to look, you're going to look whack. I'm excited. Yeah, I, I can't. I tried once in Florida. I tried really hard to grow a beard. How, how well did you do in the weight loss uh, contest? I, I mean- lost 4.8 pounds in the first two weeks. It was, which was pretty much just water weight. You know, that goes when you try. And then I started drinking pop again because I haven't been drinking pop mm. for months. And once I started drinking pop again, that just leads to wanting to eat more, I think. And uh, plus being an Imperial as much as I am, you know, eating the pizza and the wings and all and the fingers and all that shit. And then I just said, fuck it. I realized I was going to lose the bed and shit just got. Anyway, long story short, on his birthday, I went and I, lo- I lost 1.2 pounds. So I didn't even fucking, not even in the, the same stratosphere What's of winning the bet. Shane didn't have to lose anything. The bet was that I couldn't lose. Oh, couldn't lose what exactly? I couldn't, I, 10 pounds. Oh, you had to, lose, I had to lose 10 pounds. And I had about six weeks to do it. It was very attainable. How the fuck did this guy get wide Wait, open? Talk about Michigan. We got Michigan and Alabama going on in, uh, in the background here. All right. So listen, before Two we get to, before we get to shit. some, some football, uh, you came over. You saw Christmas is over here in the Moran house. Like, literally, I had a New Year's Eve party last night. The tree was up. All the decorations are up. Once I got up at 1 o'clock, which is funny because I usually have to hunt you down for this show. And then I have to worry about if you're actually when you're going to text me back and if I need to go to try to get somebody else, you know, as a backup plan when I'm supposed to have you on. It's usually that way. But today was the opposite. Like, you actually texted me. <laughs> I didn't know when I first answered the phone, which, again, I, I'm going to tell you, I didn't even wake up until 1 o'clock. And uh, didn't know if I was able to do the show. That's how shitty and hungover I felt. Um, That's today. how certain I was at that point. When I don't know what it was, it was like around noon or something. That's how sure I was at noon. All right, that that I would need some sort of reprieve <laughs> from my children by seven o'clock. Yeah, I told I told Aaron that too. I said because she said you're gonna have a live show or Tony's coming over on New Year's night. I was like, dude. Don't get away from his kids for a couple. So, I mean, I mean, I'm excited. I mean, they go back tomorrow, but you School. know, today, today was yeah, today was the end of a long road. It was the end of a long road with them with them boys on vacation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look at them. Have a coffee attack. I'm trying to just joking. drink so much juice. Um, one thing I will say though about, and then we're gonna get to some football. A little technically, this is football. Oh, that's got to be 15. I think you call that. Sorry, go. I won my first fantasy football championship. Hey, look at you. <laughs> I'm golfing now. I can't. All right. Well, fuck, I'll say shit. All right. So here's the, the guy, the guy who just said all right, that he's gonna like that this will be the last hangover of 2024. First and last hangover is about to win like twi- 12 bottles of liquor or some shit <laughs> from his fantasy foot uh football uh yeah championship yeah so, that's, that's not gonna help but speaking you. of resolutions by the way i i do want to ask you that do you have any it is the first day of 2024 and it's always about new year's resolutions do you have any no i don't i, oh, I, really? I saw I, I mean i saw you were gonna you were gonna ask that i i knew i knew i i, I was gonna bust your balls about drinking and stuff like that so that it wouldn't really be necessary for me to, you know, spend a lot of time on New Year's resolutions, which is good because I don't have any. I mean, look, if 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 <laughs> going back to smoking might have been the stupidest thing I ever did, if I could get out of 2024, like not smoking, that would be wonderful. But I'm more someone 
who looks at the, the you know the the big big body of things looks at the year as a whole and says this is what i would like to do sure you know within the year or whatever more so than i'm going to stop stop or start doing this immediately on january 1st i i don't have that sort of discipline all right, fair enough all right you ready to talk some bills here i don't know what about you i guess do i have to ask you back or something yeah. did, did you do i say mm. did you do anything it's the basic basic shit i just want better take better care of myself physically okay. right. lose some weight yada, yada 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 cut down to drinking blah 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 nobody gives a shit um a lot of people give a shit about the bills though it was a another stressful game one that's just kind of weird it's like the first what six seven minutes of the game it felt like a whole game's worth of shit happened in the first half of the first quarter it was just wild um but what i'm buying in right now and i want to start here too i'm buying in on the buffalo bills today right now because for all the energy and the focus that we spend week after week after week talking about josh allen talking about brady and talking about mcdermott in this offense this defense is starting to show me that it is championship caliber, potential championship caliber defense. And it get, got Daquan Jones back. I thought that was a big lift right away. Um, they did not play Vaughn Miller. And we'll talk about him specifically in a few minutes. But I don't know. Let's start there. Your thoughts on this defense. I mean, New England's no offensive juggernaut, but you know, they, they, they won the game. They don't win the game. It's not for the defense. Four turnovers in the first part of the first half of pick six. Um, it's just a defense that, I mean, they did it against the Chargers too. They won the game. I thought, and I thought they won the game again today. So, or yesterday, I should say, I feel like the bills potentially, if they get in the playoffs could go far because of this defense above all else. What are you laughing at? I feel like you just went like 30 seconds longer than you were gonna. Cause every time you went to kind of open the door to me, you, you, know, right you noticed that I'm looking up at the game. Yeah, you're right. I'm not turning shit off. In, and it, no, no, man. There's not you, right, one real quick, real quick. I got plenty to say. I got plenty to say about the defense, but real quick, Harbaugh gets the score here. Does he go for two? Does he go Dan Campbell no. and go for the win? No. I agree. I don't think he would either. Um, I was like Let's be honest, man. There's something about defensive football that just gets the blood. I'm afraid to take a drink and this and have another coffee attack right now. Why has it been, just thirsty. been your drinks of just been drinks it's going juice. down the wrong the wrong? Uh... Yeah, I know it's I know it's juice. I, I'm just saying, are they been? They've been yeah, going that down last the wrong, one went down the, the wrong, wrong hatch. hatch. Went down the wrong hatch. Leave that, Jason's that comment up there. I've got a stain uh, on my shirt, like right here, <laughs> and I, I I I no. But go ahead. Get, get to the deal. If anybody sees the stain, let me know. I'm interested to know if it's showing. Um, I was pumped. All right. It was the sort of defensive football that uh, that just gets you out of your seat, man. It was splash play after splash sure. play. And as much as we love offense, as much as the NFL, um, you know, builds itself around, uh, uh, around benefiting the offense, when you get a defensive sp splash play because the percentages are far lower that you're going to see it on defense than you would, you know, um, you know, a big gain or even a long touchdown on offense. There's just something about that defensive play that, you know, that sure that gets the place jumping, man. And when Douglas scored the touchdown, look, I, I don't have a household that's going to get it. Even O'Sherry who, 
gets it, gets football, and even out on the on the opening kickoff was like, oh my god, how does that? It's just like she got that. The 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 extent of the of the play that Douglas made, and you know that being kind of the uh, the the icing on the cake of a, of a first half that was just out of this world. Um, you know, I, I, I wasn't going to be able to really share in that moment that much. I was flying solo in that moment mm -hmm. for the most part, but man, oh man, did I celebrate that moment? All right. I mean, my, my celebration of Douglas's first half and, and culminating in the touchdown was possibly as hyped as I've been uh you know for for a play in a bills game this year it was dude it was stupid and i'm gonna take it a step further i think at the end of the day it falls harmlessly to the turf but i'm not sure if on his deflected interception to ed oliver that he doesn't plant his foot in the ground and and find a way to dive underneath that football um if oliver's not there so I, like oliver being there kind of he, he was definitely had the best look at it sure so so douglas kind of you know he's not going head to head with his teammate for a football but i and again i'm i'm low low percentages here i get sure. it i'm not saying he would have but man if you look at if you happen to catch that play again if you happen to catch that play again ask yourself man could could he have gotten to that and and had a third interception and just the stupidest first half of of, <laughs> of defensive football uh, for anyone in the secondary? I mean, I can't remember the exact game. It may have even been a high stakes championship game against the Rams, you know. But one of the most dominant uh, secondary performances I remember ever seeing uh, was was Brian Dawkins. Um, I just I I mean. It's impossible to overstate sure. how, He's gonna win good, defensive player to win. how good his half of football was, man. It was fucking bananas. It was. It, it really was. Uh, you know, I got to give props to, 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 to my wife. We're watching the game, and she said the Bills are going to score a defensive touchdown. And That's a good know, call. Uh, That's a good call. I, and, you know, externally, I'm, you know, like, okay, okay. Internally, I'm rolling my eyes like whatever. And I swear to you, within five minutes of that statement, it happened. It wasn't that it was the possession before she said that. And then on the next possession, Russell Douglas. I would like it if you like texted me when she says shit like that. And it's not because like I I, I really want to, you know, bank on it. But, you know, that level of juju, you know what I mean? is The more juju I get from people and, and their belief that something, you know, is about to pop off in a game or even pregame. I'm gonna bet it. She, I'm gonna bet it. So she, she know, doesn't you, like watching games with either of us. By the way, you get really. What does she say about me? We're negative. We're negative energy. Oh, the negative energy. Oh, I have no question about it. Oh, okay. Like I said, you, you know <laughs> what? I feel better that it's. I feel better that it's negative energy more so than the things that I offer in terms of actual gameplay. Like I would, sure. that would, that would bother me. Not bother me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I would feel bad. Sure. If it's what I bring to the table in terms of what I might see, you know, uh, in terms of X's, O's, and of course, 
officials. But if it's just my negative energy, I'm not turning that off for anybody. <laughs> so I fucking I could care less. Can can I ask you a, a question that might come off as controversial or even has anyone commented on my stain or no? No, nobody's I don't even see your stain. Really? No. no. Uh maybe a little bit. Anyway. Is anyone commenting at all? I wanna, is anybody no, there? No, I, I want to ask you a question, and it might be controversial to some, or some people might you know, not like it, but I think it's a fair question. At least I do anyway. Terrible to see Trey White get hurt, and I was sick for him, and I still am, because he's a great player and a, and a good human being, and he's worked all right, so hard. Pandering but, Pat. No, no, you no. Can, you I got can this. I need be to pragmatic it. here. I'm, I'm, you're looking I'm who you're talking it. to. I'm prefacing it by putting that out there so other people don't think that I'm some hater on Trey White. I'm not whatsoever. I thought he was playing pretty well. Everyone's about to is, get Everyone's about to get pragmatic on Trey. If Trey White doesn't get hurt, the, the Bills are not training for Rasul Douglas. That's what I'm telling you. Absolutely not. And if that doesn't happen, are the Bills better off? Yes. Because Trey White got hurt. As unfortunate as it is to the human and to the football player, but this defense, is it better off because Trey got hurt knowing that they would not have traded for Rasul Douglas otherwise? Sure, yes. I haven't seen this level of Trey or this level of play um, out of Trey maybe ever. All right, just the ball hawking. Um, you know, I also, I also think that, you know, that, that Trey's reputation might work against him because he doesn't get a ton of balls thrown his way. Sure. Um, and I don't think teams were necessarily ready to give, um, Razul Douglas. Oh my God, this guy's in trouble. <laughs> wow. Dude, nobody's watching that. Nobody cares. Go Sorry. On. Um, I mean, you'll see the play. It's a muff punt and, and a big, uh, big moment for referees in the Michigan, uh, Alabama game. Um, yeah, I just, I, you know, I don't think Trey gets tested as much as, as people, uh, have tested Douglas, not because it's Douglas, but because I don't think they went into the game saying, you know, this guy may cover our, you know, a certain side of the field, you know, um, I don't, I don't think anybody really gave him much mind in that regard over Christian Benford. All right. Whereas peak Trey would get, would get that respect. Hey, we might have ha half the football field shut down from us. Nobody's yeah. going in saying that that might happen in the case of Razul Douglas. So that may have given him more opportunities to validate the point that you're saying, sure. but the point that you're making, bro, it just can't be denied. He's been so huge. It's a terrific, terrific uh, job of identifying uh, somebody who is just the perfect fit, not to mention the extra year next year at only nine. It's a he might get an extension. Of course, it's a superb, superb job by the the front office. And I don't. I don't just I just I don't say Bean because I don't believe it's just Bean. If you think if you think Sean McDermott didn't have a say in you know the cornerbacks out there who fit his scheme best, you're crazy. All right, McDermott's in on those decisions. He's part of what I would consider to be the front office, and they hit a 
fucking home run on Roswell Douglas. They sure did. Uh, Jason says, by the stain, do you mean the words Ganesha's? Ah, uh, that's good, uh, man. Good. That's fucking really good, bro. <laughs> that's good shit. Bill, gold Wolverine's in the over. So I guess, all right, so I lied. I guess there actually is one person who Wolves in the over. He's got to look. He's got to he's, he's uh, look at it. Watching this game. As look well. at this muff, my God. So the Bills are up 20 to 7 after the pick six. And the last thing I expected was to have to sweat out a second half. But this offense just can't seem to get out of its own way. It's its own worst enemy at times. Before we even get to that, the other big significant story I thought, besides Daquan Jones returning, I mean, that was obviously huge as well. But, you know, we spent a considerable amount of time on our live show last Thursday at Imperial Pizza talking about Vaughn Miller and his role on this football team. And you know what? I've, I've been wrong more than I've been right all season long. And I did make a fair case that you've probably been right more than you've been wrong. But this was one that I was spot on with. I said, it's over for Vaughn Miller, man. He's 11 games in. He's doing nothing. Oh, he's dogging it at times. I just... Following Eric Washington's comments... Right. I don't think... You know, even though... You, yo, you are right in what you're saying that he's toast right now as far as helping the ball club. But following Eric Washington's comments, I don't think you exactly felt like you were about to see a fucking healthy scratch. I uh, I mean, I mean, Washington's, com Washington's comments. I don't, I, know, I, I mean, we're basically, we're basically. I thought the comments were bullshit. I don't believe coaches. All right, I'll this. give it to you then. Co I'll Wednesday, to Wednesday you. coaches is just coach speak, man. They're, Every player on your team is progressing the way you want them to. They put they're improving. They, they put Bond in front. They fucking they they gave him a vote of confidence. Put him in front of the mic and then sat his ass. Yeah, you know, that shit. That shit was it weird. Bro. It was. It was. It weird. was weird. But it was the right move. Yes, it was sure. the right move. He's not helping this Maybe, football team. I mean, you and, know. And, you said there's all the fourth defensive end or whatever, but every rep he is out there, there's someone he's not going to make a play. I get it. There's someone else out there that might make a play. I probably one of the, the biggest roars I had that entire game, and it was early on. Kingsland Jonathan made a tackle in the backfield, and I was screaming at my TV, Vaughn ain't doing that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, um, I do think his firing injuries, this is the last you've seen of Vaughn Miller in a Bills uniform. For this year, if not his career. Not sure that I'm ready to take that leap. Not going to be, you know, um, questioning it should he not come back. Like, I'm not calling for Vaughn to be dressed, okay? I'm mm -hmm. not saying, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll walk back the comments from last week where I was like, he's a better fourth. I don't fucking know if he's a better fourth. I'm just I'm just the eye test guy, all right? Mm -hmm. um, and he had, wasn't really passing that. I was strictly going off of what Washington said, and which was, you know, Bill's defensive line coach, Eric Washington, which was, you know, we feel as though he still has that that pedigree that could show itself at any time. I'm paraphrasing. He said he's earned leeway. I'm, I'm he's paraphrasing. Well, not. He said he's earned you some leeway. You're right. You're not. So, look. I, I built that take off of Washington's comments. Don't have any problem being wrong. Don't have any problem with Von Miller's career as a bill being over. I'm just not going to rule out that it was something kind of funky 
where they just didn't like the way he practiced this week. Maybe they thought they would send a message like, we will sit you, motherfucker. Yeah. All right. Or, you know, he showed up to the stadium drunk. I don't know. That's probably the least likely of the three. I'm not ruling out the the the, the idea that they could put Von Miller back on the uh, back on the field. Okay, that's fair. And for what it's worth, by the way, Tim Graham had reported Sunday morning for team sources that Von Miller did not have an injury setback or it wasn't any legal stuff like that. It was just purely a coach's decision. It is weird after talking him up some on Wednesday, having him speak to the the media and to the public for the first time since the arrest, and then to have him sit. Sunday was the first time where I thought even if he doesn't get suspended, which let's all be real about this shit. I think the bills hope he gets suspended because if he does, then they can get out of millions of dollars of guaranteed money. But even if he doesn't, I think Sunday was the first time where I said he could get cut this off season. And you're talking $32 million in dead cap. And, but if you cut him June 1st, you could at least split that off. It's like 14 and then 17 over the course of two years that's still a shitload of cap money i did a hardcore I, I did a hardcore uh spot track today on the yeah. uh on the throne as they uh as is sure. as, as, as we call it um without being gross no nah, man i was i was i was checking out some spot track today for I, i'll say this much this year the buffalo bills have like 10 million dollars in dead cap Mm -hmm. And I think in years, the years uh, preceding this, it was probably somewhere around the same. Uh, I think next year's dead cap is going to is going to double that at the at the very least. I think next year will be the first year where the Bills dead cap becomes a, a, a major issue because, quite frankly, all right, there are still savings to be had even with the debt. Uh, you know, as an example, Trey, 016, dead's 10, still might be worth the six. Sure. You, you know you know what I'm saying? Mitch Morris, 011, dead's like three. I think we all like Mitch Morris, but we really invested in um, in Bates. You know, are we are, are, are we ready to maybe save that eight. So point being that dead doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that we didn't ultimately get a financial win from the decision. And I think in lieu of that, I would expect to see the most significant amount of dead in that bills cap that we've seen in the, uh, um, in the McBean era. You know, it's crazy too, because if he does get suspended, for conduct and the bills could get out of that guaranteed money. They could take that money and you could re-sign AJ Vanessa and Leonard Floyd for what they would otherwise be paying Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Also, you just, you, you just totally left out Daquan Jones. All Daquan right. Jones is their top priority this off season. He's uh, among, to me, there's unrestricted free agents that matter. AJ Vanessa is a name. Gabe Davis is a name, but Daquan Jones, to me, you get him back on a two-year contract. Is, it, I mean, can, is he getting away with he's 32 two, though. Though. I, mean, he's not, I mean i look at i look at certain top 50s so right now and stuff he's, like that defense he's not is different. There. there's defense but man oh man he's a, he's a difference maker and not just statistically just his presence nah, it, it's you know all this sweet. bullshit that i thought eric washington said about vaughn miller helping you know other players look better oh that's a mask Daqu and a score daquan jones literally makes that difference i I'm convinced that you think people are having a Michigan uh, fucking Alabama. I've said this watch to you, along. I've said this podcast. to you before. I've said this to you before. 
All right. Even for the people listening on the audio side on Tuesday, <laughs> I think it's fun when the people doing the podcast or whatever live reactions. All right. I think I think live reactions are super are super fun to hear. And you kind of try to match up to play to the reaction and, and I don't stuff think like anyone that. except you and that dude Bill really care about this game. I'm just saying anyway <laughs> yeah Daquan Jones is priority one free agent he has to be man the defense is just different with him and I thought you saw this week that you'll definitely see it in Miami and then another roster move that I found interesting not obviously as big as Vaughn Miller but Laval Joseph getting scratched for Puna Ford Puna Ford who had done nothing most of this season and was inactive for a lot of the season Played against the Chargers, and I thought he played pretty well. And credit to Sean McDermott. I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately, but credit to Sean McDermott. Kept him in the lineup. He kind of rewarded him for a productive exactly Chargers game. It's exactly and what he did. Joseph. I, thought, I, I like that. It's exactly what he did. That's, yeah. It's exactly what he did. I can't remember who pointed it out today on Twitter when asked that. It might have been Joe B. Oh, someone pointed uh, that out? I thought I was coming up with that originally. Um, Yeah, it's original if you didn't see somebody point it out, but I think somebody <laughs> – it may have even been shit, man. It might have even been, um, you know, the, the 10 question Astro B after the actives inactives come out on Sunday. Uh, mm -hmm. But it definitely was brought up and the response by, um, you know, the uh, the beat person, whoever it may have been, was I think it's a reward for last week. And I'm cool with that. I want, <laughs> I want to I mean? I take a, a quick. Five second break on the video side, a little bit longer on the audio, but in the video side, we'll be back literally in five seconds and uh, we'll continue this conversation and talk a little bit about Miami Dolphins as well. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I'm back here with Tone Pucks. A couple more Bills things, both from the game and for the season. I saw a tweet the Bills PR put out on Monday, and I didn't realize, I, I mean, I knew he was playing good, but statistically, Terrell Bernard, um, 
He is the first player, first linebacker in the NFL since 1991 to have at least six interceptions, three inter- or six sacks, three interceptions, and three forced fumbles in the same season. And I, I quote tweeted that and said, I'm not sure I've been more wrong about a player than I have been about Terrell Bernard. And I'm sure I have. Greg Thompson, some others pointed out, I've had way worse you know, takes than what I thought of Terrell Bernard before the season. But anyway, <laughs> what, what a, uh, I don't want to say he's not a rookie, but his first year as a starter, what a pleasant and one of the most surprising in a, in a good way Developments of this season for the Buffalo Bills has been the play of Terrell Bernard. Worth pointing out, too, that most of this without Matt Milano next to him. So, I mean, can't say enough good things about Terrell Bernard, who had two sacks, by the way, against uh, New England on Sunday. This kid has just been really good, man. Well, the two sacks is, I think, what really um, catapulted him in that, um, you know, in in that... uh, rarefied air that the Bills PR pointed out today because you just sure. don't get a ton of those from, you know, inside linebackers, and it's the six sacks. You know what I mean? Being being up to six sacks. Yeah, for a middle linebacker, that's a lot. Yeah, I, you know, and even if you want to say, okay, well, you know, outside linebackers, uh, what, did they, what did they do in that regard? Well, the outside linebackers, they're not getting the picks, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, what he's doing the, the cumulative of of his takeaways is is rare. It's just it's very rare. It's an incredible it's an incredible year, um, and it it's a great talking point for. Um, let's hope not Sunday night into Monday because it could be over. It's um, crazy to think it's an it's an it's a it's exactly it's super crazy to talk about which is really what we need to fucking get to as quickly as possible because who cares you think you talk about people not caring about this michigan fucking alabama game <laughs> people don't give a shit about new england you know when this thing when this thing launches sure um but it, you know, if, if when when we're ready to start talking about you know positional battles, uh, who comes back, you know who who signed, re-signed, whatever, um, Bernard Milano and an expiring Dotson with a third rounder and Williams sitting there is going to be um, you know an interesting conversation. Ultimately, I think the Bills probably just let Dotson hit, you know, free agency. Somebody overpays them, maybe you score a comp. Uh, you know, from it, but man, I, you know, Dotson's been nice. Dotson's been nice, and he's up. He's yeah, he he's been better than than I expected. I, I'll say that much. And then the last thing from this game that does need to be discussed is Josh Allen. It's just you know the Bills got away with it. You know, I mean, Josh Allen was hard on himself too after the game, as he should be because he was not good against the Patriots. Some of it's not, it's not all him. Like the line, especially early on in the interior, the offensive line was just getting murdered by the New England pass rush. Just seems like receivers aren't getting open. I don't know if that's a receiver speed route running thing. I don't know if that's a Joe Brady scheme thing. So it's not like he's got a lot of wide open windows to throw, but he missed on some throws, man. That 91 yarder to digs, that should have been six. That changes no, the, you know, it's, that's a long, that's a lot of air miles on that throw. Yeah, it's so that's what? It was still, it was throw. open. You should have, you got to hit that throw. Bro, I, I'm just going to be honest with you. I might be the least worried person about this game by Josh Allen. Is it anyone, Not the game, anyone just in Buffalo? Josh Allen, though. I get, it, about I, get it, I get it. I get it. I get it. 
the you're not worried about him at all. I, I'm going to separate, okay, Josh Allen and the, you know, my concerns for the offense. Okay. I think that the offense was out of sync and that worries me because they've been out of sync a lot this year, Mm -hmm. but this is the first time this year that I've looked at Josh Allen's play and said, Jesus, that was just a fucking bad football game. Now I know, I know that that can, that's going to sound a little, uh, hypocritical, or just false, if nothing else, because I think after the Jacksonville game, we both agreed that Josh didn't play great, stuff like that. And that's true. There are there are some mm-hmm. games this year that I look back on and I'm like, you know, Josh wasn't very good. But this is really the only one where I thought he just laid an egg. Sure. And, and I'm just not thinking it's going to last more than 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 a single game now the offensive inefficiency which might lend itself to you know some some misplays by by josh that might that definitely is 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 an issue but josh just looking like fucking garbage and going two two of 11 look you're talking to one of the most negative dudes all right who's (laughs) on a on a podcast here that shit ain't happening sunday i'll tell you this much i feel confident in josh allen if for no other reason then i i just think there's a handful of teams where josh has patterns i think he struggles a lot against the jets the Bengals. bill belichick does a pretty good job minus that playoff game where he was unstoppable but you know he does at least a reasonably good job of shutting down josh to an extent conversely I always feel confident when the Bills play the Chiefs, and I always feel confident when the Bills play the Dolphins. Because Josh Allen, you know, is not being a super homer fan here or anything, but I'm just stating facts. Josh Allen owns the Miami Dolphins. He well, plays really, really good against Miami all the time. Well, let's get to it, man. All right, I'm right there with you. Uh, you know what? I don't, I don't get as hung up on how well he plays against certain teams, but I'm right there with you in my belief that the Buffalo Bills are putting the quite a bit better football team on the field Sunday. Favor too. I know. Yeah, I mean, and, and it went quick. You know, it okay. got from two to three real quick. This there game, you go. Michigan this game's won. over. Oh All right, now I don't have to talk about Michigan. On a run. Anymore, right? Michigan hey, Michigan in the over guy. Way to get that in overtime. Did he hit the over there? Yeah, he did. I think right. it was like 43 or some okay. shit. Um, Bro, it's just it's just too scary when it's when it when it could be losing. You're done. Sure, it's just too sure. It's well. Let's talk about Miami though. Just too scary. Think about this before we talk about Miami. How insane! All right, were the ebbs and flows of this football season? All right, (laughs) it went from it 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 went from opener right from week one losing to the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, right in week one, it started right away. Jacksonville for me was the tipping point where I was out because of the injuries. I was out on it. Yeah, I was out on the cha- on the potential for a championship season, and then you know, little by little, you it started to build back up. But I'll even go as 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 recent as last week, and I think I'm kind of taking it in the opposite direction. You know, I was I felt like we were almost playing with house money last week. Like like we were gonna beat new england all right and still find our way into the playoffs at at 10 and 7 if if 
That's sure. the way it went. And then everything, everyone was kind of fixated on the uh on, on the Dolphins results, but not everything because since he lost, and that was big because Cleveland's gonna sit sick guys too. But 75% of the wild card shit went badly for the for the Bills. Wild card so, wise, yes. So terrible. I go from I, you know, I mean, like last week when we're at Imperial. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm I'm in playoffs are a foregone conclusion mode. We're either the six or the two. And then it yeah. and, and then and then it flipped on me again. And then it so I, you know, certainly there's the ebbs and flows of the early season, the Brady, the Brady move, things like that. But even in the last week, I, I've gone, I went from we're we're getting in. We're getting in with 10. Sure. And then now, now it's like we may not, and we've said this. And so, at, at one point during the season, we didn't stay on it long. I think it only lasted a week. But there was one point in the season where we said, "How crazy is it going to be if it comes down to win the last game of the season and you win the division or lose it and you're out?" But what we didn't, what we didn't do in that was win the last game of the season and you're the two seed. Sure. Lose and you're out. When we were saying that, when we were saying that the last game of the season could be for the division or a playoff miss. All right. I think we were still probably more. I don't, I don't think we were contemplating the two. Maybe we should have been. Maybe we should have had the foresight to contemplate the two in that scenario. But the two makes it even that much more fucking insane makes the stakes that much more insane for the bills with a with a potential two seed versus go home yeah banana land bro banana land i think you you said ebbs and flows man i'm thinking about so many of of the down parts of the season like i said week will ferrell right meme <laughs> <laughs> week one right away the London game where the Milano and we thought Daquan Jones was down for the year. Trey White, obviously, the week before that. The uh, losing at New England, which was just humiliating. Losing against Denver, which pissed me off. And that still is the game that I keep going back to time and time again that I just can't get past because the game was literally over with zero seconds on the clock. And then, again, you watch it here with me and our buddy Jason that day. The, the Eagles lost, and they're 6-6. Six and six. All those bad things, and now the Bills have an opportunity to control their own destiny, win a football game at their favor, too, on the road, but still in prime time, and they're the number two seed in the AFC East. If you would, you said last week, you know, you thought the playoffs were a foregone conclusion. If I would have told you sure. after that Philly game that the Bills are going to be the two seed, you would have thought we were out of our goddamn minds. Crazy. So, yeah, this just really has been the ebbs and flows. And look, Miami is uh, physically, I mean, the Bills are playing them at the most opportune time. If Dude, they're put, the Bills are putting the better football team on the field. I think they're a better Sunday team. Night. I think their 153 right. is better than Miami's to begin with. But now you look at Miami, Bradley Chubb tore his ACL very late in that Baltimore game. They were up 30 points, and you're still playing Bradley Chubb. A little bit questionable. That'd be like having Ed Oliver or Greg Rizzo out there when you're up 30 or down 30 mm, with three minutes job. left. I'd, I'd be losing my shit at Sean McDermott if that was the Bills. But anyway, Bradley Chubb tore his ACL. Uh, Xavier Howard hurt his foot. He might not be done for the season, but he's not playing this week. Uh, McDaniel pretty much already said that on Monday. 
And then, of course, you got Jalen Waddle with a high ankle sprain. He didn't play against Baltimore, so you know the injury is significant because they wanted that game. Uh, he may or may not play, but he's not going to be 100% if he does. I mean, it's a, it's a toughest injury for a receiver to come back from. So uh, Raheem Mostert didn't play. You know, he's a good running back, man. Um, but yeah, you're just playing a team that physically is, is kind of decimated. And obviously this is, you know, you're not going to get sympathy from Buffalo wow. fans of anybody else. What, what, what? Well, they're just showing an overhead view of it. Oh, he's, he's got to pop it outside right shit. there. Right? You know what I mean? Oh, he shit. tripped. He tripped over his lineman. Wow. Hey, if anybody's got to play in the Washington, uh, Texas game that they really like, man, let me know. I'm in. Come on. <laughs> Post it too, man. Post it because I don't read this shit over here. So when when somebody, Dude, if you keep if so mentioning Michigan and Alabama, I'm gonna just gonna pivot and talk Sabers for the rest of this podcast i'm warning you now so. all right <laughs> all right fine uh, he's um, still the boss <laughs> Bat says bills know miami's defense they have for years even with newly signed players like ramsey playing simple josh casito yeah look man josh allen is just historically played pretty well give her credit for the apple emoji. i guess my it said uh, ramsey and and and, and oh then, eli and apple, apple. i didn't get the apple emoji at first good, oh, you good, good call there good uh, i know my shit comment Beth. Yeah, and by the way, there was never a doubt that this was going to be a Sunday night game. Well, what uh, about that? That for, uh, do you like it being a Sunday night game? Love it. What about for a quick minute though, when um, when Spencer Brown referred to a Saturday night game in the in the locker room when he was at his when he was at his stall? Yeah, somebody posted that Spencer Brown felt fairly confident that it was a. Uh, um, I you know, hate. I hate. I hate. I hate having to wait all day. I hate having to wait all day on Sunday, but. What I do like is that they're going to know where they stand before they take the field. Like Pittsburgh plays on Saturday, and they're playing. I had no idea dunks. there were Saturdays. To yeah, tell Saturday you the truth, man. I, I didn't. I didn't know there were Saturday games. Jim Harbaugh or John Harbaugh, I should say, um, said Monday he, he's not sure if Lamar Jackson's going to play. I don't see him playing. It'd be stupid to play him. Um, but I do think they look. They're they're rivals. I'm sure they would relish an opportunity to knock them out of the playoffs. They're not going to not try to win the football game. They're not going to risk their best players the injury, though. But that's not to say Pittsburgh, who's no powerhouse, and I think the game's in Baltimore. I'm almost positive it's in Baltimore. So backups are not – they're a good football team. That's, that's, not a, that's not a lock. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would not bet against Pittsburgh. They got more to play for. And If I was if I was 100% sure, all right, that John Harbaugh wasn't at least somewhat – cognizant of his result potentially letting the second best team in his conference into the playoffs i would i would feel very good about the baltimore backups mm -hmm. beating pittsburgh and let's be honest when we say the baltimore backups beating pittsburgh we i mean it, it i don't want to say it starts and ends but it certainly starts with the quarterback Sure. All right. I think they have a quarterback who can, you know, who can beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, even even if, you, you know, you figure Beckham to sit, Zay Flowers limited, stuff like that. I think the, I, I think the Ravens backups can beat the Steelers. But somewhere in the back of his head, man, I think I think Harbaugh's going to create a game script that uh you, that winning winning and losing doesn't really fucking matter 
uh, uh, to him. I, I can't, I would never go as far as to say that a coach, you know, would, would position his team to lose a football game. Um, but there is, it's out there. It's out there. It's not, it's not nothing when people say, man, do you think John Harbaugh wants the bills in the AFC playoffs this year? Yeah, it's it's fair. It's something. It's fair for me. The, the, the game that realistically has a better chance of working out in Buffalo's favor is Jacksonville, who's not played for good football at all for a while now, going to Tennessee. Tennessee. I feel better if Tennessee would have showed up against Houston this week, not because I gave a shit about the result, but because, you know, it would help me to somewhat believe that Tennessee's not mailing it in. I need Tennessee not to mail it in. Like, I'd rather see Will Levi than Ryan Tannehill. But yeah. do they want to, you know, do they want to protect uh, you know, a potential starter for next year. Is that, is that potential? I haven't watched them close enough or know where they're drafting to say this. Is Will Levi the quarterback of the of the Tennessee I, Titans I, next year? I don't know. I don't know if they're yeah, going to it to him. I, I don't follow them enough. I, All I right, that's think fair. He, I think uh, they still I they still they, they they still may choose not to play him. Uh, you know, for the sake of uh, of you know not getting him hurt. And in that case. Do we get a Ryan Tannehill who's, you know, trying to get one last contract? <laughs> you know, what I mean, not a big one, but at least a basically it might even not be one of you know, trying to stay in the league. He'll stay in the league, right? Ryan Tannehill will be a backup somewhere next year. He's not worried about staying in the league, even sure. if even if he lays an egg against Jacksonville. But do we get a Ryan Tannehill who's out there competing with something to prove? Um, or do we get what you know what Tennessee looked to be giving? Uh, this past week, and that's a no-show against uh, against Houston, putting up three points. That game Sunday at one o'clock, by the way. So at the latest four fifteen, the Bills are going to know by the latest four fifteen Sunday in advance of their game if they're in the playoffs already or if they have to go out. And I win. like that. I think per me personally, I could use the four hours to decompress sure. from getting all fucking aggravated over what happened. How much of a difference? Probably. No, look, I, mean, I know it's it's a pretty easy answer, but how much of a difference is it, your viewing experience going to be if you already know the Bills are in the playoffs as opposed to, like, what's your anger level going to be compared to if they lose or out? You know, like, will you be more relaxed watching the game? I feel like I'm going to say I'm going to be. And it will stay in the back of my mind, but I don't think I'm going to be any less frustrated or angry if the Bills go out there and lay an egg and get beat. Let me tell you, you know, and I, and I like to think. By the way, they could play Miami two straight weeks if I like, they get in. I like to think that this is, you know, kind of one of the things that that endears people to to tone pucks. I don't know what kind of tone pucks you're going to get from one day <laughs> to the next, brother. That's fair, man. I don't know what the fuck you're going to get. But first of all, you know, it starts with where I'm watching it. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It starts with where I'm watching it. Um, I do think there'll be less stress if they're if they're if they're getting in. You know, if they're uh, uh, if they've clinched, mm -hmm. you know, there'll be less stress. Now, there's less stress. Boy, college. I think I've used my anger quarter for the year on the Bills. Mm -hmm. I haven't. I still got some left, man. Is he a saver fan? Because <laughs> uh, Roy, I mean, yeah, I there'll be less. You, man, you're those, right. There, there will be less those stress. Those motherfuckers piss me off more than it, It's different when you know you're going to live the fight another day, for sure. Yeah, man. Definitely. But for people who want to know, by the way, if the Bills win the game, they finish as the two seed. They're almost certainly going to play either Pittsburgh, 
Houston or Indy in Buffalo in round one. If they lose, I mean, they could lose and be out, then this is a pointless conversation. But if they lose, but they still get in, which would mean either Pittsburgh lost or Jacksonville lost, they would either be the six or the seven. If they're the six, they're definitely going to be going to Kansas City. If they're the seven, they would be staying in, well, not staying in Miami because they go back home, but they will be playing again the following week in Miami if they're the seventh. And I think the math said probability wise, there'd be a better chance that the Bills, if they get in the playoffs, would be the seven and not the six. If they lose, but still get in, which again, if they lose, that means Miami's the two. So they would be playing Miami again the following week. Well, what's your thoughts on uh, on the Mafia's representation in Miami? Like, I think um, it's I, I think, I, well, uh, it's impressive. Yes, I get that. But I think they're I, I think we're struggling to infiltrate their stadium this week. Mm. I think if if well, you, you would know because fucking they all follow you and you pander to all of them while you sit there and don't fucking answer a single one of your friends on Twitter. All right, Jenny from the Babes gets everything answered. <laughs> I don't know if there's a Jenny from the Babes, and it's no disrespect to to the Mafia Babes. All I'm saying is, Pat high hands some of his friends to <laughs> communicate with, like you know, the fans. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you would know. You would know if a lot of them are going. I don't. I don't know that a lot are. are I just. I. I, I, really I, I think we're going to struggle to infiltrate their 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 stadium this week. But I think it won't. The be minute typical. the minute some shit goes on sale Monday morning, if by chance it's us returning to Miami the following week, sure. Then I think we end up fucking running. Yeah. You, know, you know, unless their season ticket base, you know just doesn't allow the availability. Um, I think we, we show up in bigger, in, in bigger numbers for the playoff game. than we do this one just because I, from what I gather, from what I'm hearing, you know, in my, uh, very limited, sources? uh, sources? I do not have sources. I'm just saying from what I see, look, you're always, you always see people talking about heading to Miami for, you know, for games it, it, because, you know, Twitter now feeds you, uh, you know, what they think you want to hear, not just your, you know, because I don't, I actually stay on there more. This is a great question. Completely off the top. There's a great question. But I'm curious. Go ahead. Ask it because then I got one. Jason had a good question. I'm going to ask you after you didn't see it. Go ahead. All right. What's the, um, what's the percent that you spend on the for you section of Twitter versus true um timeline following timeline following if i'm on my phone it's always on for you okay if okay. i'm on my computer which is pretty much all day it's on following so it's most okay. recent but like at night in bed or on the living room or whatever i got my phone like if i were to open up my twitter right now it would be uh it would be on for you that's a really weird question well, I, 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 it, it came to mind because the reason <laughs> I, don't, I don't hate it. No, no, I'm on for you a lot myself. I'm mm -hmm. on, I'm on for you a lot. I am right now. I just and I get a, look. I get a boatload of you know Bills fandom, even though I really, really don't care for about fifty percent of them. Um, I get a ton, and it doesn't seem like there's mass numbers heading to uh, Miami. What's Jason's question? All right, well, let me, let me get a comment. Tom Watson said, Vaughn going to see the field this week. I, I think we both agree. Absolutely not. Vaughn, um, take where, uh, whoever, take where we are right now in the feed, rewind, 
about 15 minutes <laughs> and that's where I'm at on it. I think it's possible. It could have been a kick in the ass. Yeah. Possible. I, I think there's no chance that he, that he plays this game or again, this season, unless somebody gets hurt, I think they're done with him for this year. Beth pointed out half of Miami residents are Buffalo retirees. Just saying Miami is like going ground number two. I don't Which think is, those numbers are completely accurate, but I get what you're saying. Beth. <laughs> well, somebody who lived in Florida for five and a half years, I will tell you this Tampa and Miami, the, the, the fandom is different, dude. It is. I'm telling you, they don't care on the same. There are some fans, and you see a lot of them on Twitter, Miami fans. Don't forget dude's question. I'm going to get to his question. Right, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm, I'm just telling you. You said that these tickets won't be as easily attainable. Maybe they won't be quite as Eric easily Wood attainable. Eric Wood said they're at eight bills uh, to, to open up uh, the week on Ticketmaster, bro. Yeah, well, I don't yeah, know. I uh, they'll be, be there. They're, they'll be attainable. Be tough. It's not going to be like, say, Kansas City. If you go to, like, Kansas City, Cincinnati, those fans are strong, man, and they're not going to give up their tickets. I'm telling you, Florida fans will give up their tickets. It might not be a typical, you know, it's not going to be like when the Bills go, went to Washington and see what they're more Bills fans in the stadium than Washington or sometimes in Miami, but they will be represented uh, pretty well. Jason, this was the question. He said, hot take. I am more comfortable with this game being in Miami than if it was in Buffalo. Give me perfect conditions and us versus them. Joe Buffalo wins would say this often on this podcast that, he did not think that home field advantage for the Buffalo Bills with this football team and Josh Allen in the elements in the winter is that much of a home advantage. He said, are you rather play a team on the road in the dome or nice weather? Do you agree with that? Like, let's just say Sunday is supposed to be shitty and snowing out. Would you rather have Orchard Park, all your fans, but really shitty, cold elements, snowing, potentially wind? Or would you rather go to Hard Rock Stadium with your quarterback in this offense where there's going to be more Miami fans for sure, but there's not going to be any weather issues at all. What do you think is more important when you look at Josh Allen in this offense? That's a good question, Jason, or it was a take from him, but I kind of turned it into a question. I don't mean to um, diminish the take or the opinion um, or make it sound like, uh, you know, like I'm like I'm being a dick. All right, sure. but I'm gonna say without fail, 100 out of 100 times, I want the game in my stadium. <laughs> That's fair. Much I could get behind that. Although weather could be a factor for a Bills team, but I will tell you this: the fact that they're more committed to try to run the football, I think, helps them playing in this weather as opposed to maybe the last couple of years where the running game has been kind of non-existent. Uh, yeah, I, I would rather play in Orchard Park too. But if they got to go on the road, I think Miami's the perfect place to play. I just think they're a better football team. We said this after the Miami game in week four. I remember that show very well. And yeah, we, man, yo, That was when you gave Brandon Bean his flowers. We said that literally that day for constructing a oh. roster that was better than the Miami Dolphins. And then they go to London and they fucking suck the next week. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing my ass off because if if, a, if I thought if if you thought Pat was getting pissed over me looking watching too much <laughs> Michigan Alabama, if I fucking get lost in Washington, Texas, and the first my man's years, gonna be heated, I already turned off. Turned off remote. I said, like I looked up at that game for a minute, like a minute into the and game, I was, I was, I was like, yo, he is not. 
He dealt with Michigan and Alabama, oh, but he with. is not dealing with me losing track of what we're talking about over Washington and Texas. That was fucking funny, man. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I looked up at that shit, I started laughing. Um, I, I like I, I I like the conversation and look, man. I think everything lines up really well for the Buffalo Bills this uh, this week. I would just. If they, would, it doesn't because they might I, not be in the playoffs. That aside, I it, just, I just, I just mean in terms of their game against Miami, sure. right? They have, you know, a, a team that's beaten up right now, things like that. You know, I like the way a lot of this lines up for the Bills. I just wish it was here. No, yeah. well, it's not. <laughs> so I, I, I just, my, my hunch is the Bill. I just because. I cannot fathom coming on the show with you, say, Monday next week and talking about a team that's not in the playoffs. I don't feel like I'm ready to to accept that as a potential reality, even if it is. Um, no, no, we give a fuck whether you're ready or not. Uh, oh, I know, I know. I mean, it's just, it's it's got the potential to happen. And look, for us negative fans, I look, I got a cousin in Florida right now who I love to death. He's as big a Bills fan as, as any of us. But, you know, the minute... The, the minute New England rattles off like a 12-yard run between the tackles, my man hits me with the text of, here it comes! Here it comes. You know, and look, I, I am probably going to have a hard time shaking the um, the years of, uh, of, of heartbreak when it comes to uh, that, if that football game is a winning you're the two seed, losing you go home, Kind of football game, man. I'm gonna. Where be, would this? I'm gonna be all fucked up if the Bills lose and miss the playoffs. Where would this kind of? Have you thought about where this might rank in your frustrating seasons? Like, is this to me not making the playoffs would be more frustrating than the beating they took at home against Cincinnati in the playoffs last year? Because I feel like this is a team that if, if they can get in the playoffs, can win the Super Bowl. Well, because because it's truly not as sudden as we might you know, say that it is because, you know, last week we felt good or something like that. It's truly not that sudden or on it. We prepared ourselves emotionally. All right. To, I did to, until, to, you know, for, 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 I to did. some extent we prepared ourselves emotionally. I think we'll be able to take it on. Uh, I, I also think we'll be able to, to accept it a little bit because, we can easily write it off as just being a week or two too late on an on, on an OC. It's going to be gutting, all right? It's going to be gutting because of what the flip side is, you know, home home until the AFC Championship and possibly home for it. You know, the 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 stakes are are just crazy because sure. of of what it could mean with a win. So it's it's going to rank up there. I'll tell you where I was. I wasn't really thinking about where the devastation would lie um, on my way in. I was thinking about where I would put this game in terms of biggest games in Buffalo Bill history because I think it truly, this is up despite, there. Regular despite season. I'm not talking just regular season, man. Despite the idea that playoffs are always, uh, you know, losing you go home sort of games. I think this game still trumps playoff games. I, I, I really do. I think this game still, the importance of this game still trumps some playoff games 
through the years because of the wild, wild swing in the in the potential results, potential sure. swing in the results. So I do believe that, um, and because it's Miami, and you know, and because it's Miami, yeah, man, I I don't know if uh, if anyone really has the time to to delve into it where it belongs, but this week's game does belong in the conversation that includes the playoffs of the biggest in the history of this franchise. You know, I thought you talked about preparing emotionally or whatever. I, after the Philly game, I thought the season was over. They lose Denver, they lose at Philly. Should have never lost either of those games. They lose them both. And I'm like, the season's over. But then after they beat Kansas City and Dallas back to back, I never thought there would be a scenario where the Bills did not make the playoffs until Sunday at about 7.30 when the results played out the way they played out, where there's a good chance it's win or you're out. Um, I'm, you know, I wouldn't well, say good. Hmm? I, I do want to tackle this. I wouldn't say good. I wouldn't say there's a good chance. A good chance is, is kind of uh, uh, saying that there's a better than – than 50 50 chance, maybe even as much as a 75% chance. Let's uh, to be realistic, these are like two three point favorites. I gotta look this up right? while you're talking. And and and, and in reality, in the bet in the in, in in the betting kingdom, right? You can still parlay these two teams, and you're going to have less than one-to-one odds, which ultimately means that there is a less than 50% chance that. Um, that that we're not going to get the result we want. Right, Just saying. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't find the numbers in real time anyway. Sure. I, I mean, look, only one of those two teams have to lose in front of them. If both of them had to lose, I had that be, shit early too, bro. What? You you don't pay attention to me at all on a game day on Twitter. You actually don't engage very much at all. You strictly <laughs> go no no. You you strictly go you know point to point to point. You don't engage I, on past points very much. But um. I looked ahead at uh, and and knew the Tennessee piece pretty pretty early at four o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that. I had that before anybody else. <laughs> I did. I, I believe you. I did. I knew. I I knew that Jacksonville became in play. You know, be, became in play um, before it uh, before it went mainstream. Uh, Look, that's just the shit you get from me. All right, that's just the shit that my thirty eight loyal followers. All right get on a weekly basis that the rest of you don't i hope you never get discovered and that you never have a bunch of followers i kind of like it better that you have such a limited thank you following of um, what you said six non-bots i think you're in good shape <laughs> bob o'brien said bills can do everything the ravens did to them of course he's referring to what baltimore did to miami and i agree with him None Again, of it's wrong. None of it's wrong. I bro. really like None Josh Allen against Miami. I love Josh Allen against Miami. I really do. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say about I was just thinking about the, the text I sent you yesterday when you were doing a solo show and that I said I was going to press up to your set like Dennis Hopper oh, in, yeah. Hoos <laughs> in Hoosiers. <laughs> I, I, I really enjoyed that one, but that I can't it. take. 
I can't take much credit for it because the, the greatest use of that line ever was Bill Simmons when Daryl Strawberry's kid was fucking playing in the NCAA tournament. And I believe it was here in Buffalo. I think the kid played for Maryland and Simmons referenced Strawberry coming out onto the court like Dennis Hopper in uh, in Hoosiers. And I'll never forget it, you know. Boy, I'll tell you, man, Simmons fell off the... Uh, yeah. Fell off the grid for me. I, I mean, I know he's still out there, still doing his thing, but Simmons got stupid paid. <laughs> Simmons got stupid paid. Sure. And, uh, you know, I think he goes, he keeps his own schedule right now. But for a minute there, like Joe P loved his ass. When he was the Boston sports guy. Yeah, I remember. Simmons in Portnoy, man. Yeah. Interesting dudes, similar paths, both from Boston. I got a piss. Can we be out? <laughs> yeah, we're about to be done here. By the way, I did lie. I said I had no New Year's resolutions. I do have one. I want to circle back to end this to uh, our, our, our boy, Mike B. Pointed out, by the way, never on Facebook. He keeps his Facebook account. Oh, <laughs> never Got on your Facebook. ass on the double chin. Never on, ever on Facebook. He's a creeper. And I always, on my. He's a Facebook uh, creeper. Probably did. Now sure I'm thinking he, he probably is. has seen every video or every status I probably nah, put up. No, 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 no. I'm with him enough to know that ain't it. <laughs> but yeah, man, I put up a video of Buster Imperial and of all the comments he can make, he said something about me having a double chin. And I look at him like. Actually, Again, what is looking that? rough? So my, my my resolution is to stereotypical lose some weight. Blah blah blah. I got to man, on camera too much. Can't be looking like this. No, man. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was gonna right. tell. Like, I don't <laughs> give a fuck. I just, I, it wasn't as glaring to me. Mike just has a great way of fucking. Got a great eye for uh, for looking at himself know, negative for for, for for ribbing on somebody. <laughs> what he actually said was though. Attached to a four-minute clip was the only thing interesting in this oh, yeah. clip. It's your <laughs> double chin, which basically was fucking like doubling a uh, double dog, basically saying that shit A we, is we, boring and B you look whack. And we were talking, I think we were talking about Vaughn Miller in that clip. Too, no, we were anyway. talking about I think it was I think it was uh Big Nut Sean. Oh, Big Nut Sean, that's right. Big Nut Sean. All right, we're gonna be done here. Let's get out of here. I want to thank everybody. Whether you're watching this live on the video side, whether you're checking us out on audio, hopefully sometime on Tuesday. Appreciate you guys. I'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow. I'll talk to you then.